morning, we have a sechet nedarim daflamet chet, and we're starting on the amud. So we finished off yesterday with a few examples of the kri and ktiv in the in the ktiv and kri. We also saw uh, the gemara mentioned yesterday. One of the examples that we gave was uh, the the pisuk pisuk tamim and how to split up the pesukim, etc. So the gemara on that says that Amar of Amar Ada. Now, interesting, this Gemara features in Masechet Kiddushin. So I looked in Kiddushin. In Masechet Kiddushin, Daf Lamed Amur Aleph, Masechet Ashaf tells us that it's there. The Gemara is slightly different to here. It says, Amar of Achabar Ada, B'Marava Paskin, Hedje Pesukit, Latin Pesukit. That in, in, in Eretz Yisrael, the Marava, they split this Pasuk up into three. And the Gemara tells what the Pasuk is, a long Pasuk. Mayom Rashem, the whole Pasuk, it's a long, it says, Mayom Rashem Moshe, I'm Ani Balech. I'm coming to you. I've been in a thick cloud. Ba'avur Yishma Am B'Dari Mach. The nation hear me talking to you. The Gam B'Chaya Minu Lolam, and they also trust in you. Ve'Yagayd Moshe Tivreha Am El Hashem. Lot of subject matter here. The current mortal, the country of Achbar Ada in Eretz Yisrael, they split the pasuk up into three. So we already see a machloket between Ba'avel and Eretz Yisrael in how to actually do pisuk uh, the 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 the. the 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 the, the psukim so interesting open up achumash and so achumash is exactly like it is in Bavel, not in Israel. Now, why do I say the kiddushin is relevant? Because what Rav Achabar added suddenly talking about Israel. So in the in Masechet Kiddushin in the Gemara there in Kiddushin it says dechiata Rav Acha when Rav Acha came from Israel to Bavel, then Amar b'Marava paskin lehed psukitlata. I guess that's why you got to sometimes look at the other Gemara and see what's going on over here. So he traveled from Eti Shal to Babel, and he told him, Babel, what is it? Gosh, you know, Eti Shal, we did it a little bit differently. So that's what the Gemara is all about. So that really finishes off the sugya from, from yesterday. So Amar Khan Barchanina, he's like, it's Betchila, Loishim Moshe, the Mipsulatan Shalukhot, while discussing the Torah and the Psukim and Moshe, etc. We went to the other, how did Moshe become rich? Moshe became rich. From the Psulatan Shaluchot, the left of the remnants. Now we know the first Luchot, Hashem gave him. So he didn't do anything. The second Luchot, Moshe himself, I think there's a Midrash over here, uh, which is on the Duff, that he had the sapphire stone. Rashi says that Evan of Snapirin, I think he uses the Lashon, yeah. I saw in one of the Mephashim, uh, he had a stone, yeah, it's a, the Parish Arosh. Look at the Parish Arosh towards the beginning of the Parish Arosh, says there's Psolacha Shelchai here. Vishel Sanfrinun Hayu. I think it was that sapphire. I think I'm not mistaken. I didn't see it, but I think it's sapphire. So I was nodding no, yes, yes, or no. He's like, yes, yes, yes. Okay. So, uh, so the Gemara tells us that Moshe Rabbein had to become rich. From the second Luchot, he himself brought the rock up to Shamaim. He chiseled out the whole Vasit that he brought there. And from the Mipsulotan Shaluchot, the, the remnants, what was left over, right? Shinema Psolacha. Why did the Pasuk say Psolacha? Right, kov, uh, why don't it say ktov lecha or charut lecha? Why don't it say psol lecha? The Gemara learns psol lecha, pump the word psol, the left of the remnants. Shnei luchot avanim karishonim, the first ones, the two ones like the first ones. Psolatan shachayyeh, the whatever's broken off the fragments, the piece of broken off are yours. So he got them, very expensive stone. Moshe Rabbeinu became rich from the fragments of the, uh, of the, of the, of the, of the luchot. Amir Yossi Barachadina, lonit natra elu l'moshe lezaro. So now, interesting, Gemara. Gemara says that in, in essence, the Torah was given to Moshe and his family only. It wasn't given to Amishra. It was given to him. Because it says, 
כסעשית, מה מתקרא? וואלה לצאי פסול לך, אני לא כתוב לך. שאלה כמו כסע פסק יש כתוב לך. פסוק, פסוק אביחיה, וזה פסוק אין שמות ל"ד, ויאמר השם משה, כתוב לך על דברים האלה, כי על פי הדברים האלה קראתי איתך הברית ודיצה. כתוב, כתבן שלך, סרטו, the writing is yours, with the Torah is for you, משה, for your children. אבל מוצא גורם סיס, ומשה נהג בה טובת עין, ומשה הוא ג'נרס גא, ואני חושב שזה משהו שאנחנו צריכים לקבל רק עבורי. ונתנה לי ישראל, ואני גאה את התורת ישראל, ועליו הכתוב אומר, טוב עין הוא יבורך. אמר, זה פסוק נתהילים, אני חושב. כי נתן מלחמו לדל. So it says, טוב עין, the, guy, the good eye, the generous person, who יברך he'll be bare, he'll be blessed. Why? כי נתן מלחמו לדל. לחמו יהיה איזה משל to Torah. He gave his Torah to the whole nation. כמו זה קשה, מתי רב חיזה, what are you talking about? That Moshe was a good generous guy and he gave it to the whole nation. What do you mean? Uh, don't we know, the Pasuk says, these Pesukim are over the Amud, if you got the Pesukim in the Gura. ואותי ציווה השם בעת ההילי ללמד אתכם. ואותי ציווה. ואותי ציווה השם בעת ההילי ללמד אתכם. God commanded me to teach you. So what do you mean I have Moshe decided on his own vision to teach us because the generous God tov ayin. He was commanded by Hashem. So Moshe says no. ואותי ציווה. God commanded me. ואני לכם. That's the Pasuk says. ואותי ציווה השם בעת ההילי ללמד אתכם. God commanded me. I decided to teach you as well. Now, if you look at the, the Ranavia, he asks the Kasha, he explains the bright, the Kasha, the bright, right, it wasn't him, it was Farkin, and we answer, says the Ran, v'ani lachem, v'krach, he comes to me to read the Pasuk, v'otit tzva Hashem v'etahi, v'ani natatit libi l'lamed etchem chokim mishpatim. So really it was Hashem, who commanded Moshe, and Moshe decided, the Gemara's not happy with that. We're carrying on asking Kasha, what are you talking about? V'ata, he says, what are you talking about? The Pasuk says, כתבו לכם את השירה הזאת. What? Why did you use word דל? דל is the poor. That's right, the poor meaning the poor of Torah. We never, we never, Moshe the Torah, we never the Torah, so he gave us the poor. We were poor, he gave us the Torah. דל לחם, that's why it says, the mashal here is all with food. But לחם is the Torah, poor the poor people, poor of Torah. So, the world of the happy, so what are you talking about? ראה למדתי לכם, חוקים משפטים, כאשר ציווני השם אלוקיי. Moshe told us, I taught you this like Hashem commanded me. What do you mean Hashem, Moshe decided on his own? The Gemara says, no, Oti Tziva, Vani Lachem, same idea. The Gemara says, I'm still not happy. But what do you mean another Pasuk? Vata kitvu lachem et ashira hazot. The Torah says to Moshe, Moshe kitvu lachem, write them this whole Torah. What do you mean? Et ashira, this song, and the idea at the moment is, the shira is the whole Torah. We assume that the shira is the whole Torah. The Gemara says, no, hashira lechuda, All Moshe was meant to teach us, which was meant to write for us, was actual Az Yashir. Right? That was the Shira only, and the rest of the Torah was for Moshe on his own. And it was, it was Lamanti Yashira Azot La'ad B'nei Yisrael. But how can you say that? We say, Lamanti Yeli Hashira Azot La'ad B'nei Yisrael. Shri for me an Eshira Azot forever to B'nei Yisrael. Look at the Rashi over here. I've been skipping out the Mepharshim along the way. Uh, right at the top, the first narrow lines of Rashi. 
למען תהיה לי לעד שילמדו כל התורה, וילמדו אותה, וילמדו אותה. אמר ישראל, נעמי נתנת, זה for you, אין כבר מישראל, זה for you. So every time we've tried to prove that it's for everybody, we say, no, it's just Moshe, the Gemara says again, אלא פלפול ועלמה. Right? So the Gemara says, you're right. There are actually two different things over here. There's the giving of the Torah, there's the Torah, the basic Torah, and then there's פלפול ועלמה. What's פלפול ועלמה? Look at the Rashi there. להבין דבר מתוך דבר. Remember, we saw this in Turba, that was you in the Turba Shira on Sunday night. We learned this in Masechet Shabbos. Masechet Shabbos, Dav Lamed, Aleph, Amul Aleph, if I'm not mistaken. We learned this already. Uh, that when a person comes to Shammai, we said the whole bunch of questions you can ask when you come to Shammai. The first question is not Kavat Itin Matorah. That's the second question, if you set aside time for Remember, the first question is, Nasata Venatata Be'emunah. Did you conduct your business dealings in a trustful manner? But then we said, then we say, Kavat Itin Matorah. Then we said, Pitzakli Be'erovia, Pil Palta, Tohevante Davar Mitoch Davar. That's one of the questions. Did you deal with the inner understanding of the deeper meaning of Torah? That's what the Rashi says over here. That was given to Moshe. Even originally, that was just meant to be Moshe's uh, 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 domain. But he gave that and handed over to us as well. Was, that was the Tovat Ayin. So to sum up, the Torah was given to Horeb Amishah. There were certain aspects of the Torah meant to be only for Moshe. Moshe, through Tobat Ayin, gave over everything to Am Yisrael. Nothing remained only in his domain. Everything became, uh, became ours as well. Now, while we're discussing Moshe, the Gemara carries on and says, Amrav Yochanan, Ein HaKash Baruch Hu Mashre Shechinato Ela Al Gibor. HaKash Baruch Hu, only Mashre Hishchina. What does it mean, Mashre Hishchina? Will only allow his essence to settle on somebody. So Mashre means over here, if you look at the Rosh, the Rosh adds in, by the way, before we explain what it was, Mashiach Shechina basically means to, to enable you to become a Navi. If you, if you wanted to have Navua, Hashem has to allow you to have Navua by settling his Shechina on you. So the Rosh adds in over here, Enoch Shbaruch Hu Mashiach Shechina Ela Al Gibor Bekfi'ut. On a regular basis. In other words, if you're going to be a Navi, a permanent Navi, right, then these conditions apply. If you're Ashir, you have to be rich, Vechacham and strong, Vanav and modest. There's Aga'ah over here. He adds in a couple of other conditions. He says, Chacham v'gibor v'ashir u'baal koma. And you have to have to be very tall. We'll see that in a moment what the relevance of here is with Moshe. Now, just interesting thing, the Rosh here puts in here, Bekfiyot, I heard in a shir, I think it was, did uh, this one cycle with the rabbi, elephant. I think he pointed out, uh, I never actually, he never, he, he doesn't read the Mepharshim inside, but he said there was a Machlok and Rambam Rosh on this, whether you need to have the kviyot or not. It might be a note in the Ashka, I don't know. Someone's nodding, yes. Uh, but the note here from the Rambam uh, says yeah. that these attributes have to be intellectual and... Uh, no, but for what, he, so what he said was that the Rambam says that it's not... Moral uh, and intellectual... He, uh, but he says for any Navi, and the Rosh says only for a permanent Navi. In other words, according to the Rosh, an, a, a, like an ad hoc Navi wouldn't have to have these characteristics. It's only if you're a permanent Navi. That's the machlok between them. That's what the Rosh adds in Navi, a bekfi'ut, on a permanent basis. That was if you're a one-off Navi, or, or if every now and again you, you've got a bit of nevuah, so then you could be just a schlepper and anybody wouldn't have make a difference. But to be a permanent Navi, like Moshe Rabbeinu was always a Navi, right? Or like Eliyahu, or like Elisha, or, or we'll see in a moment, right? Then you need these attributes 
of having all these characteristics. So Gemara says, where do we learn all these from? Moshe. We learn from Moshe. So now we're going to see, was Moshe all of these things? So Gemara says, Gibor, Anachinan was a Gibor, a strong guy, powerful guy, how do we know that? Because it says, Mishkan. He took the, when they built the, the, uh, the covers for the Mishkan, for the tabernacle, so these big covers wave, weave together, right? 12 amas long and 10 amas wide, and but 20 amas long, and well, there were two at a time, they joined the, the bottom layer of the Mishkan, was I think was, uh, was 11, was 11 and 11, or 11 and 10, because like hung over a tefach on the other side, so I'm not, I don't remember the exact measurements, but Moshe Bay lifted them all up, he covered it himself, he just lifted up this big thing over the Mishkan, and wow, and he pitched the tent with his own hands. He did it. He's uchtib and how long? Esramot or a kakesh. Each kerish, the 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 staves, the the, the poles that held up the mishkan were ten amazah, five meters high. So if Moshe just lifted them, the tent over it, he was at least able to lift up five amas, ten amas. Ten amas is five meters. Now even Clifford couldn't do that, right? So. Uh, so, so, so he says, he says, he says, Look at the run over here. He says, 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 he uh, maybe maybe he was just tall but he was really weak you know maybe it's not so partial are you learning the one goes there together maybe he was tall and weak Tegmor says no you're right we can learn from a different aspect that, that he was really strong as well why? because he took the luchot and he broke them but Tanya is a Gemara is a brighter we tell us the luchot, how big were they? Price says, okay, there were six, these are all tvachim. And there were six tvachim, that's six tvachim, six six tvachim high, six tvachim wide, and obviously three tvachim, and three tvachim, and three tvachim thick. So they were like 30, 108 cubic tvachim, which is pretty heavy if it's made from stone. And there were two of them, and he held them each in his hands, and he broke them down. You can't be a weakling to do something like that. Right? So that proves that, uh, and then it says, and that's what we learned, that the broken pieces were his. So that's a different limud over there, right? So the we said, from the, originally we said, interesting, I just thought of that now. We originally said that from the second luchot that he took, the broken pieces, he had saying, from the first luchot, that's interesting, because I remember saying that we, we learned that the, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the Mishkan, they put into the Aron, the Luchot and the broken Luchot. Right? So this is, I don't know what this is, I don't know what that means. Okay. Chacham. Uh, so now we see it was a Chacham. How did Moshe was a Chacham? Rabbi Shmuel, the Metarvayu. Chameshim Sharei Bina, the Bible Bolan. There were 50 gates of Bina, of understanding, given to the world. The Kulam Nidulu Moshe, Chaserachat. All were given to Moshe, short of one. Right? And look at the Ran. The Ran says, the absolute understanding of God. The Pasuk we quoted over here. I think the Pasuk is from, 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 from uh, where is that Pasuk? 
Vatachsereu from Tehillim, yeah. Vatachsereu me'at belilu v'kamola da'at atreim. There was a little bit missing of Moshe. In other words, no one could know God face to face within the Gemara as well. So the slight aspects of Hashem missing, that was Moshe. Other than that, he had 49 gates of Bina. So he was, 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 was pretty clever. Then we see there was an Anav, he was, had to be modest. How did it be, and that Moshe was modest? The Torah tells us straight out, Vaish Moshe, Anav mod. Mikola Sher, what did the, Mikola Adam, no? There wasn't a more modest person than Moshe Rabbeinu. Uh, so now, so we saw over there that according to the Gemara, we had to have Ashir, Chacham, and Anav, and Gibor. So we said there that Moshe was strong, even by Komar, because we had there as well, he was 10 armors tall. And he was rich, and he was clever, and he was a modest. I'm Rabbi Yochanan. Rabbi Yochanan says all the Nevi'im were rich. So he brings a whole bunch of Nevi'im over here. Proves that they were all rich guys. I'll be honest with you, I haven't really quite worked out why Navi has to be rich. We understand why a king has to be rich. We understand why a judge has to be rich, that they aren't open to bribery. Right? A king has to have the stature and the status. Why Navi has to be rich? Not sure. Anybody's got a note over there? There's something on that. Tell me. I didn't uh, look into it too much, but I'm not sure why Navi has to be rich. Okay, so if, he's Mosh- a real, if he's a real Navi, he'll know like he'll be able to play the lottery. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay. So David, but 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 yeah, we're saying that he has to become a and he has to be in order to become a Navi. There you're saying is once he's a Navi, he'll be able to become rich. So there's a little bit I of a. That. That would be tempted to use as Navi. To, to play the lottery, so if he's rich, he Ah, oh, I see what you're saying. You're saying that he, ah, oh, got it. Okay, maybe. All right. Shkrach. Okay, so Moshe, it says, it says, if you have from Moshe, how do you know? So the Gemara says, Moshe, dichtiv, lo chamor echad, mehem nasati, ibe lo agra. So the Gemara says, Moshe said, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't ride one of your, your donkeys. So Moshe said, what, ibe lo agra, la fuke man, the shaki, ibe lo agra? Are you saying that he didn't take them for free, right? But he might have rented them? Well, that's such a big deal. If you if you if you take if you if you use somebody else's stuff for free, you're a gunner. Look at look at uh, the run of Elafuke Man Shakibul Agrivahi Mishtabayash on a tabulous high was Moshe is bragging they never took things for free. That'd be a gun if he took them for free, a gaznan. Elagor says, no, Eladafilubagra, even if he had to pay, he never needed to rent from anybody. Look at the run, Elafilubagra, Shloya Nehene Mishlachim, never needed anybody else's. Why? Because he was a rich guy, he had all of them his other ones, maybe on the contrary. Tell me, Shum the Aniava. Maybe he was such a poor guy, he couldn't rent from anybody, he couldn't pay for anything, so therefore he didn't bother using them and asking because he knew he couldn't ask it for free, but he couldn't even afford to pay. No. That's not how we know that from the donkeys, we know from Solacha, that's the story, that's the source of Moshe's, Moshe's wealth was from the Shibelucha. Okay, and Shmuel, how did Shmuel was a rich guy? It sure me lakakti, but Hamomi lakakti, same idea, Via. He says, I never took your shore, I never took your hamor. The Gemara says, again, what, Ibechinam, Lafuke, Ban, Shaki, Bechinam? And Lafuke, Bishar. So the same thing, maybe, even with paying, he never took them. The Gemara says, maybe the same idea, deal with Ani, you couldn't afford it. And the Gemara says, that's not the proof where we know Shmuel was rich from. How do we know rich? From here. Because he says, over here, Uchuvato Haramata, because Shmuel Haramati, right? When he went back to Harama, Kisham Beito. So I did a little bit of a difficult limo with this. Shmuel was one of those guys that wherever he went, he took his whole house with him. He was like a rich guy. He had a big, portable um, homes. 
and he moved his furniture out, and he moved his cutlery and crockery, and he had a, 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 a big screen TV that went with him wherever he went, etc. And uh, his house was whatever he wanted, if we could afford to move in, in, in style. You look at the Tosford over here that says, by Toi Mo, the third wide lines of the Tosford, call Tashmisho Imo, Veino Ne Ne Mishalacheri. Okay, that's how the Gore understands it. All, everything, all his needs were with him, and he didn't have to get any hana from anybody else. Um, Rava said, you know what? It's even a bigger statement of Shmuel's wealth than what we spoke about Moshe Rabbeinu. Moshe Rabbeinu said, I'm not one your donkeys. Right? In other words, he didn't even have the ratzon. He didn't even want, any, even have a need. Uh, look at the Rani. He said, maybe Moshe Rabbeinu might have wanted to. I don't know, but he was embarrassed. I don't know the story. I didn't understand it too, too well. Okay, so Amos. Amos was, was a wealthy God. Amos That's the famous expression, right? Lo lo navi, lo Right? Ki I'm a boker. What's a boker? A cowboy. Right? That's a, that's a boker. Maybe there's a restaurant up north there in the Golan called a boker. Very, very good, by the way. It's one of the best kosher restaurants in the country, I think. It's amazing. It's actually kosher there. Very nice restaurant. Free advertising. Okay, they sponsored the shoe this morning, but anyhow, I didn't tell you that now. Right? So, um, Abokrim. Abokrim. What's it called? Abokrim would actually sound like a better knife. Abokrim would have been a better name. I don't know if you're right. Okay. Abokrim. Very good. Uh, Michael's correcting him so we don't get sued. Okay. Right? Uh, uh, right? It says, You know, I always remember that from Arik Sharon, or not, whatever. Right? Uh, his farm was called Chavat uh, Shikmim. Was the Shikma Shikma, right? But it's the same thing. The Sikamo Sikamo Shikma, right? Kemetagem Rav Yosef. Rav explained it. I don't understand this translation to be honest. Ari Mari Giti Ana. Okay, I don't know. I'm a wealthy guy. Veshikmidi Beshivran. We've got lots of them. Okay, Yonah Dichtiv. Vayiten Schara Vayored Ba. Says Yonah on the boat. Says Vayiten Schara. Look at the Rosh. Rosh is an amazing thing. By ten schara, mashma al kol asfina. He was happy to pay for the whole boat. Just get me out of here. Wants the whole boat. Um, Yochanan shenatan schara shol sfina kula. Here the Gemara says it. The ten schara yarba. That was the Rosh. The Gemara says shenatan schara sfina kula. Okay, I'm Rabbi Romlus. Schara shol sfina havi arba alafim dinare adaba. Listen to that. This is a lot more than the text here. Okay. He says that the, uh, the, the cost of the boat was 4,000 gold dinarim. That's like unbelievable amount of money. Right? Arabi Yochanan, Bitchiraya Moshe, Limetra Mishacha. While we're on that, just finishing off the subject of Moshe. So originally, Moshe learned to and, and, and forgot it. Ajnit Nalo Matana, then I should get about National Mara, but he tenor Moshe, Kichalatol, the bear ito. Okay, we end speaking to him. So that Pasuk over there. The last pasuk on the daf, he ten el Moshe kechalotol laberito parasinai shnei luchot aydut luchot even tovim beetzpelohim. Galitim says he has by ten el Moshe. So Moshe says wasn't by ten; it was given to him as a gift. Moshe Rabbeinu got the idea. Okay, new Mishnah quickly. 
Now we're carrying on with our Mishnah that we're discussing about if you, pay, if you make a neder that you marry somebody and he can't get an hour from you. So now it says, if even you have made, made a neder and he can't get an hour from you, you can still feed his children and his wife. Rashi says, yeah, the person that can't get an hour from you. You can still feed his children and his wife. Let's look at the run over here. Now we had a machloket, if you remember, right on Daflam and Gimel Amud Bet, we had Hanan and Rabbanan argued. Do we have time to go look at that Gemara quickly? Maybe, probably not, but I'm, I'm already there. So, when uh, we said Dibre Hanan here, if you remember at the beginning, there's the end of Gemara Alma, Ibruche Arba Albahu, Vashari. So really we say when you pay the guy's debts off, what is this? This is really like getting rid of the lion that's trying to chase him. You aren't doing anything for him, you're just saving a lion from him. So Amr Abhoy says, Zo divrei chanan. Rav Amr Afinu Tamer divrei hakol, Gabe mudar hana'ah, de yaivle amenatso lifroa. Remember he said the Chachamim said there that if you're giving him something and not having to pay you back, then, uh, then uh, you paid off his loan. And again, maybe, maybe something over here, this could be, says the right, even Rabbanan, even though he's chayv mezonatan, right? even though really this guy is uh, is chayv mezonatan, so look at the run over there. So he says, because you, you're basically doing a mitzvah to help his woman. You aren't paying off his debt. He's even benefiting from it. Because if you paying, if you supporting his wife and children, you're saving him the money. It's a sort of hanami mele. It's not something direct. It's an indirect. You're feeding his wife. The woman's starving. You're doing a mitzvah. Ah, and then he suffers. Okay. But that's just a byproduct. It's not really going, giving the guy money and saying, go feed your wife. When you let the woman die and you're going to starve and the children starve. That's a, you know, if the outcome is, he's also benefiting from a little. That's not called giving him hana'a as far as a mudar hana'a is concerned. However, says the Mishnah, you shouldn't feed his animals. Bain Tamea, Bain Tahor. Tanakama says whether they're kosher or traif animals. Look at the run. Look at the run. That's going to cost the guy money. Now, now it's a crazy situation. We've got to be very careful here what we say. But we talk about a person who it seems that he's more concerned about his animals than about his family. You know, he's not going to let his animals die because that's his, uh, that's his wealth. His children must fend for themselves. His wife can go, make a, go, go, make, go, go sort herself out. Right? Rabbi Lezer or Men, no. Rabbi Lezer says, Rabbi Lezer says, no. You can feed the, 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 uh, the treif animals, but not the kosher animals. Right? What's the difference? Look at the run. Since from the treif animals, he can't really eat those animals and get hana from it. So any neighbor of the tav shall mad. You're not really benefiting so much from you feeding them. Right? So Amrulo, Sachachamim, say to Rabbi, what are you talking about? Back in the Mishnah. So Amaleo, Shetahore, Nafshel, Shemaya. The goof is because the Torah, nafshel is because kosher animal, right? But really, goof is his. He's going to be eating it. Right? Look at the run, it's lachila. So there, hilchach, says the run, kezos over the abud. Hilchach, ime tapem, ime fatem la mahin. If you feed these, the animal for him, he's better because he's going to eventually have a nice big steak. Right? He says, v'tmeya, but the tmeya, nafshel the goof is shamayin. Right? Really, look at Rashi, he's not able to eat it. Therefore, if you have zanotad, ilu mahanu hanabruba, right? Because if gives that's not really called real hanaa by fatting up the the trife animal for him. So the chachamim said, "What are you talking about?" 
They say not at all. Amrulo, afatimei nafshe leshamayim v'kufish. Even the even the the trife animal, nafshe leshamayim. They say over here nafshe leshamayim, right? That uh, I don't understand nafshe leshamayim. Maybe you're doing it for I don't know for shamayim sake. Can you finish it? Still kufishelo. Why is kufishelo the body's here? She immutes. I rehu mochelo of their kohen. So the dogoim or machil the kohen. Food to the dogs. This guy can get rid of night. Can be farming trife animals. Right, so what do you mean it makes, Chachamim don't understand Rabbi Yezir, he makes a distinction between the kosher and, and the treif, just because he's going to eat the kosher, but if he sells the treif ones, it's not called getting her, nah, so you can't, uh, I will make that difference. So Chachamim said, it makes a difference. Zanat Mayav, Chachamim said, Veloyazun makes that, you shouldn't feed any of the animals, kosher or treif. Rabbi Yezir, you can feed the treif, not the kosher, Chachamim understand and not so excited. And that's the discussing this. Now you've made a neder that your friend can't get any hana'ah from you. Nonetheless, mutar lahasilo bito. You can still let him marry your daughter. Because we don't understand what's the relationship going on over here. What's actually happening over here, right? But you can marry your daughter to him. Now, chas there's nothing to do here with mudah hanav. I've got to tell you the story. I've mentioned the shir in Tzurubur as, as well. You know that Rav Kanievsky, who just died now, right? Rav Chaim Kanievsky, his father was Rav Yaakov Kanievsky. That was the stipler, the famous stipler of. He was married to the Chazon Isha's sister. Right? Now, how did he marry the Chazon Isha's sister? So, when you're nodding there with me, intended, how did he marry this? How did he come to marry the Chazon Isha's sister? Somebody, uh, they, they weren't supposed to get married, but he introduced. Now, why? Why did you say to him? He saw his safer. He got hold of a copy of the stipler's book, his first book that he put out. And he said, a person who put out a safer like that should be marrying my sister. And he did the shidduch. Okay? So that, I mean, okay, that just came to my mind now. No, but yeah. So this guy, he made a net that the guy should get an from him. But nonetheless, he still thinks he's a big enough time with Chochem, because he wants him to marry his daughter. So he marries his daughter. So have you by Zahira? So Zahira also kashe, but my askina. What are we talking about now? Let's understand what's going on over here. Ilay me b'shenich say avi kala asurin alachatan. Arei mosalo shivchede shabsho. So how can it get? How can it be? If we're saying that the chatan can't get any hanaa from the guy who now turns out to be the bride's father, so how can he marry her? Because a part of a package deal, and my father-in-law didn't know about this, obviously, when we got married, but part of the package deal here is that you meant to send with your daughter a shifcha, a, woman, a maidservant, to serve the husband. I was actually taken up with him, he's coming for Shabbos, right? But, uh, but uh, he said, how can that be? Then he's getting hanah, he's giving him a shifcha, a woman to look after him, a maid in the house. So obviously, look at Rashi, but my mutter, how can it be mutter? So we must be talking about what's going on over here. That the Nikhsei Chatan is the other way around. That the Nere was that the father of the bride wouldn't get any Hana'a from the Chatan. And therefore it's Mutar because even though his daughter's marrying him, he's not really getting Hana'a from the Chatan. Look at Rashi there, the very first wide lines of Rashi. The last wide lines of Rashi. Even though he's getting a bit of indirect hanaya, because this guy is now looking after his daughter, he can still marry, the, marry, marry off her daughter to his daughter to him. 
משום מה לא צריך לממן בדימות של להסיר הביטו, והגמור יוצא, רש"י פה יוצא, והגמור יוצא, עושה קשי נמנת, נפלא לחידוש? And a guy can feed somebody else's wife and daughter where there the husband has got the chiyuv to feed his wife. And we said a guy who's not allowed to give hanah to him can feed his wife and he's got the chiyuv. Va'at Amar, you're telling me, yeah, he's talking to the Gemara now because it's us. You're telling me, muta lasilo bito? That, that this guy who's not allowed to get hanah from the chatan can let his daughter marry the chatan? It's no chiyuv for the chatan. To, feed, to help the father. There there was a chiyu for the husband to feed his wife. And I'm allowed to let the husband get her naaf from me. And I'm allowed to feed his wife. So there's no chiyu that the father-in-law is meant to get her naaf from the son. And yet you tell me it's such a big chiddush. His daughter can marry him. What's the chiddush over here? Look at the run. The run explains it maybe better than me. Look at the run towards the bottom of the run. Gedolem about six lines down from the narrow lines of the run. He says like this, Klomar, im the madir, yachol azunet bito she'ode b'rishuto, right, the mudar there, where could, he could feed the children and the wife, while they would still belong to the father, and the father, the chiyuv, shuchayab n'zotea, koshkei shuchal azunota, that this guy can feed this to the, 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 the daughter, achar shenasa, after she got married, once she marries the husband, the husband's got a chiyuv to feed her. He's not doing the for her father any big favor. He's now got a responsibility. Lazun is accepting the ketubah. So all he's doing is just carrying out his chiyuv. Where we never had a chiyuv, we could feed a guy's daughter even though he was going to get hana from him. He had the chiyuv. He had the, the husband's got a chiyuv to feed his wife. How does that become a big hana'ah for her father? Question clear? Everybody with me? Right? Yes? Yes? So we're going to say that the Olam avi kala shubin achatan. Really, we go back to stage one. What's the, the, the nadir over here? That the father made a nadir that the chatan won't get any hanah from him. So now, how can he go and marry his daughter? If it was a young daughter, so the father would have the chiyuv to feed him. Now, by giving her over to this guy, He's getting hanah from that guy because he's now looking after his daughter. Talking about a grown-up daughter and it was on her volition. She decided to marry him. It had nothing to do with the father. Right? Look at Rashi. How does that work? He says, Look at Rashi. How does that work? He says, Look at Rashi. How does that work? So now, oh no, no, sorry, 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 sorry. It was the, the, the father couldn't give the, any hana to the chatan. So our original question we asked, but how could it be? Because when he marries his daughter off to her, he's got to give her, comes with the daughter, one of his servants. So now he's giving the chatan hana'ah. He says, Here we a grown-up girl who decided to marry this man on her own without her father's involvement. So even now, if this girl takes one of her servants with, you know, that was our idea with Leah and Rachel, that when they came with, they, Bila and Zilpah came with, that was the Minag of the time, 
right, that they had their servants growing up, and the servant went with them. That's not called real hana'a. That thing was just called the hana'a mu'et. The verse is a brighter letter. Niachi hamudar na'ami chaveiro. So if you got hana'a, you can't from a, from a pen, asul asio levito. You can't marry your young daughter, tiba b'masio, bito bo'gebidat, your grown-up daughter, what's very on her own, she can go marry him. Not your problem whatsoever. I can't be Yaakov. Hamadir b'no letamut Torah. Interesting moralist. A person makes a neder for with his son. Says Amadir Beno Letamut Torah. What does it mean that he makes an he, he uh, uh, says I won't get any hana from you because of Talmud Torah? Look at the run. Amadir Beno in the middle of the run, the third line of the run, right in the middle. Ha'av Hediro. The father makes a neder, shelo yehene avi, he won't get any anah from his son, why? Keshelo yitbatel mitamutra. He says, you now go, my son, and be completely committed and involved and immersed in Torah. Don't waste any time on me with kibbut av. Leave me alone, you just do, I make, and he makes a neder. So the Gemara says, nonetheless, the brother says, he can still fill up a, 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 a bath for him, and light his light the room, etc. Look at Rash, the, the run. The mistoma mi mele zutraki ha mi mele zutraki ha. It's a little bit of hana, a lot of hana. The like about bitul limutora lo adre. Because for things that aren't really the mivatel Torah, those things he never made a neder for. So the guy on the way in, he just switches on the light, or he strikes the match, or he brings a back bucket, a bucket of water into the room. That's not going to interfere with his divat Torah. What he meant was, don't step me off to doctors and don't run me around and don't have to travel and don't come and dress me and bath me and feed me, whatever the case was. Just uh, every now and again, you pass you by, that, that, that's not us. And the, and the writer says, He proves this Gemara from the Gemara in Bechorot. That's the Bach, the, the, the gears change it from he. To he dedicated his son to Talmud Torah. He wanted him to do any work for him. And Yossi Barebi, the great Rabbi Yossi, he said, No, even though your father made that neder, you can still go and bring him a bucket of water every now and again, and you can, uh, and you can light the fire for him. So there's actually a mase in. Um, that's interesting in the hierarchy if you ever take uh, an opportunity and you look in the back of a regular Gemara of Masechet Brachot there's Klalea Shast I think Rabbi well, Rabbi Hakatan so, who's it? I forgot his name now uh, there's a it's quite, quite, quite interesting uh, who is it? somebody help me which Hakatan which I don't know which Hakatan it is and yeah, now I'm not going to find it probably it's at the back of of Masechet Brachot, like in a, in a regular big bowl of shas. Mevoa Talmud, the Rabbi Shmuel Hanagid. Sorry, not a katan. It's called Sefer Mevoa Talmud, Rabbi Shmuel Hanagid. Right, and there he goes through an introduction to the Gemara. It's quite amazing, and he mentions there the Mase. I don't know if I find it. He says. Uh, look here, yeah, towards one of the things says, Bahamase, who haba an alacha, Bahamase, yase alacha, betit kayem. Right? The idea when the Gemara brings a mase, brings a story in the Gemara. The purpose is to prove the Gemara, and once you've got a mase, then that's the halacha, betit kayem, and so be the halacha. 
So that's why the run is saying, quoting a Masih Masichet Bechoron. Because once the Gemara says something, it brings a Masih to show you that's how it was done before. That's like a Gushpanka, right? Like on, on, on that Halokha. Okay, so now we carry on. Rabbi Yaakov, my dear, and Rabbi Yitzchak, Amar, Aflit, Slot, Lodakat, Rabbi Yitzchak, you give even a roast to your small fish. If you mudarna from Chabad, you can't get an army, mutarlashkoto, koshel shalom. So now, interesting, what does it mean, koshel shalom? If even though you aren't allowed to give him hana'a, you can pour him a koshel shalom. So the Gemara says, Mind you, what is this koshel shalom? What are you talking about? It's here in Bavel, they explain it as a koshel bait ha'avel. That if, he, if he's in mourning, right? A koshel bait ha'avel. Don't you, I don't see a Rashi over here. Um, there's no real explanation on Kosh. Anybody got an explanation there on Kosh Avel? what it means? The word Kosh Avel is like, we learned the Halokha, by the way. Oh, wait, wait, you know what? There's a Rosh here. Sorry. There's a minak to drink like 10 drinks in a bad Avel. Lots of guys drinking there, but bring there's a minute to, 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 to have rounds of glasses. If you can bring the wine, it's not a big deal. But my rabbi, in Etishale, it's Amre, Kosho Beit Amerchatz. Kosho Beit Amerchatz, you know, when you go into a hot bath in the, the way that those Batei Amerchatz worked, there were three different rooms. Remember, you went to the first room and you took the clothes, and the second room was like a warming room. It was very, very hot, and then vice versa. Look at the run over here. Because that's basically just friendly behavior, right? And only those types of kosot, not just stomach drink, right? So similar to the idea we had there with a person with a nether and his son not to learn, that they could only learn Torah. There were certain exceptions that Chachami made. Says there, and it's also one of those exceptions. If you make a manir hanaa, a kosher brocha, a kosher shel shalom, a kosher avale that you can do. It quickly finished off the year. Velo yazunet b'hem tov b'hem b'chletani Yosho ish uzomet. We spoke there about the animals. Zan avadav v'shiv chotav aklan. You can also feed his goyshed servants. Velo yazunet we shouldn't feed his animals. Bain to bain Torah, right? Irrespective whether they kosher or not. Because it's my timer. Says Avdo v'shivchotav aknanim lemin haruta. There's a there's a change. Not min haruta, lemin haruta. Right. If you look at uh, at the run quickly, says Avdo v'shivchotav aknanim. But nearly the mizonot yetayim kama. So we're talking here about the extra foods. Kama v'adarabi lezer kai v'achi kama hu shariuta. The shariabi lezer bebehemet tamei. The ainu mizonot yetayim kamo sheparashti b'mishlaten later. Dafilu bebehemet tamei le. He said, not even to give him any remnants. For the mocher of that, he said to goyim, but feeding his servants, I don't really quite understand them, but the Rashi says, yeah, the really, he's not really trying to make these stays fat and big to go and sell them. They just got to get by. So therefore, it's a type of, uh, that's the Gemara says over here. Uh, it says, basically for working, to sell, and therefore he's getting proper hana from it, just by feeding his stays, by feeding his wife, feeding his children. It's not such a big hana. 
We got one minute to quickly read the Mishnah. You had a neighbor, you, a person, you want to get out and you go and visit him. Or You sit and you don't eat. I saw a note this morning in the Archgold, I think, in the Steinsatz, I think. He says over here, there's some minhag where a person will come visit the sick, they'd pay him for sitting there. So therefore, you don't sit so you don't get the payment, but you, you stand. Or, or, and, and you can do some sort of healing. when You can't get paid for it. Uh, or, or, or you can't do it for free for him if it was something which would normally get paid for. Let's end up there. We'll carry on tomorrow.